Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today... It's your girl, Pinky. Off screen. So <laughs> this is going to be one you're probably not going to want to watch. Nick all- <laughs> you're just going to stare at me. And Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here in Pinky's Garage. That's right. Where we have wreaths of plenty. For those of you on the YouTube, you can see wreaths of and plenty. And that's even the, the wall that has the least number of wreaths. I, I was going <laughs> to say, over. there are more wreaths across <laughs> the way from me behind the camera. Um, you know, ladders and such. I mean, we're, we're, we're festive here. So... Anyway, totally wrong holiday. Totally it's wrong holiday. It, it is Halloween today. Um, I know this episode comes out on Tuesday, November first, All Saints Day. There you go. I used to get that day off in high school. Real? Oh, just go to Catholic. Went to a Catholic church. high school, oh, wow. so I got that day off. That's probably the reason I, you went to the. Catholic. It was not the reason. <laughs> I, I won't get into all the rationale behind it, but uh, it was one of those things where. Um, as a non-Catholic kid, I used to love picking on my friends that went to the public school and be like, so I'm off tomorrow. Oh, and they're yeah. just like, why? And I'm like, Catholic. You know? <laughs> yep. It was fun. 100% anyway. chance you couldn't have told people what All Saints Day was back in the day. I can't tell you what no. All Saints Day is right now <laughs> as I'm 40 years old. It's been what? Dear God, 25 plus years since I went to high school? It's like, no. It's like, I can't. I can't even tell nope. you now Not, what All Saints Day is. It's gone. All I know is it was November 1st and I got off school. That's all, right. all that I cared Which about. Which is sort of genius. Like, I feel bad for the teachers today and tomorrow. Like, the kids are going to go out tonight. They're going to trick or treat. They're oh, going to yeah. get jacked up on all the sugar. And then parents and guardians yes. are sending them off to school tomorrow. Well, and, 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 okay. You know what? Before we get into all this, okay. why don't we get the cigar going? <laughs> this is a cigar podcast. All right. People do pick on me I'm excited about, about all this, this pre-stuff. So today we're going to be cracking open the United Cigars Rocky Patel Cigar Bar. This is the Silver Cigar Bar. And this bar, um, I just want, I, I have some notes. I have some notes about this. So this is the special three-pack. It's a three-pack of cigars. We're not smoking all three cigars, guys. Um, by Rocky Patel commemorates the 25th anniversary of Rocky Patel cigars, and it, which, in American tradition, is silver. Oh yeah, for 25th. Yeah. All right. So that's why we went with the silver bar and um, United Cigars. They started this back uh, last year. And the first one they did was with Aladino. And what they do is they basically go to a manufacturer and say, hey, um, you guys have these round cigars. Can you make them in a box press? And we'll do little three packs and we'll make them, you know, cigar bars, you know. And they come out right around Halloween time, um, you know, for the adults. I like it. Not for the a children. Lot. For the adults. <laughs> anyway, and so um, we have these Rocky Patel ones. And this features three individual blends from Rocky Patel. Aladino, they just did the Corojo, uh, so it was three Corojo cigars in there. Rocky Patel did three different blends from their portfolio. They did the uh, the Edge Corojo, the Vintage 2003, and the Sun Grown um, in this, uh, at least according to the notes that I have. I thought there was a Cameroon in there, but I don't know. We'll, it is. We'll... That's the Vintage 2003. Oh, okay. Their wrapper is Cameroon. There we go. So um, anyway, it's limited to 6,000 bars. We have two of them, and we're going to crack this thing open right now. 
And we don't, I don't think there's any cellophane, but, you know, I do have paper that we can, you know, crack open here. And then, Oh, yeah, we get that ASMR, that paper wrapping, uh, or tearing, you know, it's like. Okay, so remind me later, when we get into the holiday discussion, I want to talk about um, cigars sloppy. and advent calendars. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Um, it was very sloppy of me, the way I just unwrapped that. But I had to do it because Gator's not here. Oh, there are cellophanes on the cigars, so I can I can crack open the cellophane too. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so no, we we're talking about Halloween, and we we're talking about the kids going to school and everything as we unwrap these. Um, Which one should I smoke now? Boy, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking the sun grown. Go for the sun grown. Okay, go for it. You do you. That's the beauty of this being a sampler is that, uh, you know, you had the ability to uh, pick out which one you wanted. I almost need you to open it for me. I can't do it with my, na- <laughs> my nails. I need to trim my nails. That's the only reason I can get this open is because I have not trimmed my nails lately. I know there's like, probably not a ton you know. of female listeners. I'm just saying when you spend the kind of money we spend on nails, you, you don't, don't want to. Oh, well, okay. I'll do it then. Cause ruin them. Thank you. I, I, I need to trim mine, so. Anyway, um, there's a piece of tape somewhere. There it is. This is riveting radio for everyone listening. I probably should have cracked this open, but I wanted the visual of the, the bar. cigar bar, you know, for the show. Um, dang. Okay, so it wasn't just me. I feel no, bad. you're He's having a lot of trouble getting this open. Your tape is like, you have a bigger piece of tape there or something. I don't know what's going on. I can't see either. That's the other thing. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now we're cooking. Ooh, that was some good ASMR sound right there, that tape peeling. Did, do you respond to the ASMR? We've talked about this a little bit before. I don't, not particularly. I Although, do. I will I say, um, I do have a thunderstorm app that I fall asleep to. Thunderstorm noise, that'll put me to sleep. Okay, but see, that's not like, the same. The ASMR is the you have like a physical. Or you have some. a physical response to it. That's the whole point of ASMR. Oh, I thought it was just to put you asleep. No, no, no. Oh, ASMR no. is when when you get goosebumps from anything, it releases like this calming chemical. It, that's what people who respond to ASMR we get that low level goosebumps when we hear something no. that triggers in a positive way. So, no, it's not. I was going like to say, a- I mean, like if somebody were to scratch along a chalkboard and like make that horrific noise, <laughs> then yes, that might cause. But see, that just more pisses me off. And I might yeah, get no, goosebumps ASMR off that, is like, like you hear something and you're like, ooh. no, <laughs> let's do that again. There, let's thank not you. do that again. <laughs> um, no, I typically I, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. Um, so you're going with the sun grown. Yep. Um, do I want to go with, I'm going to go with the Cameroon. I'm going to go with the, uh, the two vintage 2003 Cameroon and, uh, we'll get that going. I'm embarrassed to say this is the first cigar I've had in, I can't tell you when. Well, so I guess we won't be doing three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week, uh, on this episode, but that's okay. <laughs> I realize this is a cigar <laughs> podcast, but. <laughs> well, you know what? No, life happens and. And it's uh, been happening. I'll sometimes people don't. Get around to it. Um, but getting back to uh, getting... Oh, wait. We have to do the official cut. Oh, go ahead. Boy, I'm just jumping. I want to get Sorry, back to that conversation with the with the kids and Halloween and all that for a second because I think we had something going there. Um, but uh, 
it is time for the official cut. And the official cut is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan the Man Ponder, he's got Rocky Patel cigars. You can go over there and get yourself some Rocky Patel cigars right now. In fact, I think he has the round version of quite a few of these, if not all of them. Um, so if you wanted to, if you can get your hands on one of these cigar bars, you can get a cigar bar. And then you can get the round one, and you could try the round versus the box pressed and see, you know, which one you like better. I know mouthfeel-wise, I'm going to dig around. But on the flip side, you get a different flavor from the the box press than you do around. So it's kind of an interesting little experiment to do. Yep. Anyway, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. The other thing I did want to point out, we are getting into the colder season here in St. Louis. It is starting to get a little bit more like even more fall like oh yeah say. it's brisk and we're going to be getting into that a little bit later on as well but uh i did want to remind everybody dan has a nice comfortable warm lounge that yes. you can go and sit and watch the game and just have a good time have your cigars you know bring a beverage good and company have, you know whatever a good great company. conversation and uh just head over there and enjoy that so it's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. If you're not in the St. Louis area, he does do mail order. You can give him a call and place an order. He'll be happy to do that. So it's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's now time to go ahead and cut the cigar. <sighs> anyway. Are you doing the V-cut? It's a box press. So I, don't... <sighs> I could. If not, then I'm going to borrow your, your straight cut. I'm going to go with the straight cut side. All right. I'm going to go with the straight cut side. We're just going to do one quick. There we go. Anyway, there you go. Side without the button. <laughs> side without, without, the bu- without the button is the straight cut side. I know. You have trouble with my SV cutter remembering like which side is which. So the side without, I feel like- <laughs> the, side without the button. It's like I have to do my right hand, left hand, which one is the L. <laughs> I know. I'm watching you over there. Guys, I, really wish, struggling. This, I wish this were on camera. This is, she's just like... I'm an intelligent lady. She's passing <laughs> the, the cutter back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, she figured it out, so that's good. All right. Um, anyway, so now let's go ahead and do this. And uh, I guess cold draw. I mean, we're doing different different okay. cigars, but still, you know, we have cold draw. We have things to do that we have to do. It's earthy. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mine has a sweetness. It's not raisins. For everyone, like you know, being like, "What is the sweetest?" It, but it's sweet. It's there's a little bit of sweetness mm-hmm. to it. I wonder, and an earthiness. Yeah, this definitely feels woody, woodsy. <laughs> You're just setting them up, knocking them down. Anyway, all right, I'm lighting this guy because I want to get into some other conversation here. So. Uh, yeah, this right here. That's the part. Th- this is the part, aside from just general mouthfeel. I'm going to bitch about box press, even though I totally decided to do this. Um, general mouthfeel, and then the rotation of the cigar as I'm lighting it. It's awkward with, it is, with you know, sure. a box press cigar. Ooh, that's good. All right. So going back to that conversation, yes, you're talking about how, like, I'm sure the te- uh, the teachers are just loving the fact that these kids Terrible. are all jacked up with sugar and then going back to school. I think, to be honest, I think Halloween should also be a day off school. I think the day after Halloween should be. Well, so I yes, think the Catholics yes. are onto something here. Catholics are onto something with that. But I think Halloween should also be. Because I was late arriving to your place today. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Had I been on time, I would have been sitting out on the street out there, unable to enter your neighborhood because right. the local grade school, which is around here, right. one like, block down, like couple like at most one block yeah. down. Um, you know, they're having their Halloween parade. So not only were all the parents parked all throughout the neighborhood, but you had all these children walking around and everything like well, that. Well, and they had the neighborhood like blocked off right here. You you physically could not have gotten it. So in. now here's my thing. I remember Halloween as a kid. And you'd go to school, you'd be in your costume, everybody else would be in their costume and everything, and you'd have your class party where everybody gets treats and stuff like that. I mean, I don't remember ever doing any work maybe an artsy craftsy kind of project but i don't remember doing any work on halloween and so part of I, this is but they here's the thing but they can still if the kids are in school they can still count it as hours of instruction I, okay i was just about to get onto that yes how i think it's so obnoxious that because the state of in our case illinois you know dictates like oh you know you have to be in school for so many hours yep that's not a day of instruction that that should not count as a day of instruction just because those kids are there. That is not instruction. That is coming together and having a party with your friends and then having the school babysit your kid to do so. First of all, I will never, ever bitch and moan about that. <laughs> if someone else wants to take my kid for seven to eight hours. <laughs> I get it. And, but, uh, you know, my hope is that they find other ways to, I mean, you might not be sitting there in strict instruction where you've got your workbook and your ditto sheet and whatever they use these days. I don't think they're, I'm ditto totally sheets, dating. I would say, man, <laughs> I remember the ditto sheets. You get the, when they were fresh off the machine <laughs> with that purple ink, yeah. they had that smell to yeah. them. You can just sit there and just huff your worksheet. Dittos and Scantron tests, which I'm sure are not they even still do. I, oh, really? Scantron tests, they might still do. Because oh. I, I feel like a lot of the state-issued mandatory testing mm-hmm. and everything, that's the number two pencil fill in true. the bubble kind of thing like that. But, okay, which also reminds yeah. me, if you want to, I voted early, and I'm not happy about the amendment question and how that was on my ballot. I, it's, mm, if you want to get into that later, we can that Scantron reminded me of voting, which reminded me that I voted early, and I'm not happy with how they have to word some of these questions. Oh, well, yeah. that and see, Oh, it's now, infuriating. Obviously, here in Illinois, we have an amendment question on our ballot for our state constitution and all that. And, and it's something to do with right to work and yeah. all that and whatever. But, you know, it all that really... I'm just going to be blunt. All that question is there for is to motivate the union people in Illinois to come out and vote because the Democrats in Illinois were freaking out because they've completely fucked over this state throughout COVID. Rant over. (laughs) Um, Regardless of the actual issue that's on the ballot, my beef is always with how convoluted they worded. They put like three triple negatives in there. So you're like, should it... Not be the case that we okay, you lost me at should it not. I, well, I don't even know what the rest of the question the is. Reason, I don't know how to answer they it. They want to they want they, it to yes, be confusing. Yes. They want it to be confusing because that way you'll pay attention to all the bullshit TV commercials and everything else out there being all like, My family expects me to work hard and bring home a paycheck, and this right to work thing's gonna help me with that. So vote yes. And then there's the opposition commercial that's like, Your property taxes will go through. <laughs> the roof because of amendment one vote no you know that kind of deal so like all you're 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 they're pandering 
exclusively to the low information voter. And they're making it hard for a voter who actually gives a shit to actually be able to figure Understand. out like, what I knew the issue is. how I felt about the issue going into the ballot. But also the question wasn't on the, the first screen. It yeah. was like you had to click more. So the information you're voting on and then the way you're voting are in two separate screens. And it's just the way they worded it. I stood there for five minutes like, I'm an educated person who knows how I want to vote on this issue. And I don't know how I'm supposed to vote because of how they've worded the question. It was... And it, I was not happy. Yeah. But yet we're encouraging through social media and uh, pop culture and celebrities and all these other things. We're encouraging everybody to go out and vote. Get out the vote. And I don't believe we should be doing that. I don't believe we should be encouraging every single person to get out and vote. Because you know what? Not every single person puts in the time and effort to actually know what's on the ballot and to research the candidates, research the issues, and be an informed voter when they walk in there. And personally, if you're a dumbass voter, I don't <laughs> want you in the freaking voting booth. I want you sitting at home and having to live with the consequences of being a dumbass voter so that hopefully you become an educated voter. Well, pulpit listeners, you're welcome for that. Yes. No. And I'll give you another example of dumbass voters. If you look, look at the population of like, let's say California. California is one of my biggest listening states. California and Texas, they go back and forth. I have the most amount of downloads in California and Texas. Shout out to California wow, and Texas. Yeah. But I'm about to fuck you, California. <laughs> because these liberals in California, and I'm just going to say liberals in California, they're fed up with the way California's run. Well, if you look back over the history, it's been run by liberals. Anyway, they're getting pissed off. So they're moving out of the state. They're moving to Texas. They're moving to other places, right? But what are they doing? bringing their policies with them. They're voting liberal when they get to the new states. And so then now these new states are starting to show little cracks in the armor and to be have problems. And they're wondering, well, why is this happening? It's because if you do the same fucking thing over and over and over, it's going to result in the same fucking thing. Anyway, boy, you got me on a tangent. You bring up a no. amendment and I'm just like, ah, fuck off. Anyway, all right, so... What do you think of the cigar? Again, you're welcome. <laughs> Dear God. Man. Why don't you throw out a fun fact for us, too? So, okay, let me tell you guys about this. So I'm talking to Pinky. This was a couple weeks ago. I'm talking to Pinky. And somehow or another, it comes up that it's fire prevention week mm -hmm. in, uh, in in the, the country. country. The country. Uh -huh. It's national. Well, this, this fire prevention week... <laughs> You know, it, it started as a result of it wanting to educate people and whatnot about fire prevention because of the Great Chicago Fire, amongst other things. Correct. But that was sort of the, yeah, the, 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 the catalyst. The yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So with that being said, <laughs> she starts off by telling me, hey, fun fact, did you know that fire prevention week was caused because of, of the Great Chicago Fire? And then she starts telling me about how all the hundreds facts. of thousands of people lost their homes. <laughs> thousands of people died and all this. And I'm just like, this is the most depressing fun fact ever. So then I'm like, okay, well, Pinky's fun facts. Fun fact. Did you know Pol Pot killed more people than Adolf Hitler? You had me crying. <laughs> it's like, I'm having you crying now. It's like, hey, fun fact. Did you know that Anne Frank never felt the warm embrace of a man that she loved before the Nazis killed her? You know? Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Fun fact, Anne Frank's dad edited her diary because he didn't want all this stuff coming out that she wrote about. I mean, just it's like, how many more, like, horrible things? Well, you know. Fun fact, the dog that the Russians <laughs> shot up in the rocket, he died. That dog died in space alone. Nick has taken, I have a, I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm just going to put it out. I'm a nerd. I love nerdy stuff. I'm like that kid from Jerry Maguire that says, you know, the human head weighs eight pounds or the human brain weighs eight pounds. Um, that's me. And so my whole life, I'm like, hey, fun fact. And I like in, interject like good information. Fun fact, we know the human head weighs eight pounds because somebody decapitated somebody to get that information. <laughs> yeah so no my fun facts her have... fun facts are deeply dark no like, they're not they're, they are they're not usually no they're deeply dark <laughs> they're so dark i started that comment about the fire with fun fact and then i retracted i was like wait no i didn't mean to imply that that was fun just interesting that this da, da, da. but man nick took it and <laughs> ran with it <laughs> And every time for the next three weeks that we've gotten together, it's like, hey, fun fact. <laughs> Did you know Cheerios make Nick shit himself uncontrollably? Now you do. Boy, the cereal challenge episode really tore him up. <laughs> it did, actually, for the record. I was fucked for two oh, days. Really? Oh, my God. I was so screwed for two days. I ate what? The equivalent of. I mean, by the time it was all said and done, I didn't eat the entirety of eight bowls of cereal, but it was like, you know, probably closer to six. And, uh, you know, between... Was it all the sugar? No, it's whatever grain. OG um... original recipe Cheerios fuck me over. I call it Cheerios Revenge. <laughs> like, within four hours of eating original recipe Cheerios, I have to find a bathroom. That like, little bee so son bad. of a bitch. <laughs> no, the honey nut doesn't do it. Oh, just... It's just the regular original recipe oh. Cheerios. So, like, yeah, if you go to my house right now, I have multigrain Cheerios. For whatever reason, that doesn't do it. You'd think that would do it more than anything, but no. Original recipe Cheerios. Jeff contends it's whatever bullshit that Monsanto's putting in the thing. And oh, spring. Like, it's all the oh. GMOs or something like that in it, but... He might not be wrong. I don't know. That he may, may be. be one of his actual true conspiracy theorists that comes true. He is, you know, between that and chemtrails, he's pretty big into chemtrails, too. Um, <laughs> have you, have we not? All right. No. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this, but admittedly Jeff is the expert. So at some point he All might right, want to explain it. it. So have you noticed when a plane's flying through the air, there's a difference between a con, contrail and chemtrail. Contrail is when condensation is coming off the like plane yeah. and it leaves that trail behind it. But that dissipates over mm -hmm. a short period of time, right? A chemtrail is when planes are flying. They're leaving what looks like a contrail, but it doesn't dissipate. It stays. And so you see a crisscross pattern in the sky, yeah. you know? And what they're doing is, I believe, and Jeff's going to correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe they're spraying some sort of aluminum something or other into the atmosphere as a way to combat global warming. They're like putting aluminum in the atmosphere and the sunlight hits the aluminum and bounces back into the into space, you know? But the problem is we're spraying fucking aluminum in the atmosphere. Wow. I've never heard this theory. Yeah. Watch for it. Interesting. Because what happens is you see the crisscross pattern, like it makes a checkerboard, 
They usually have two planes going and they make who a is, check report. Who is they? You think it's a the government? It's a government thing. And if you notice, and I'm just going to say it, I'm just going to point this out. Under Obama, it happened quite a bit. Under Trump, went away. Under Biden, it's back. What? Yep. Yep. I'm going to have to process this. I nope. don't know how I feel about that. Uh-huh. Interesting. Look for it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see it all the time around. Jeff well, and I, we were sitting out at Top Shooters one day, and we were just watching it, just taking place above us, just watching here it. Here I thought we were going to talk about holidays and festivities, and now we've gotten into fun facts involving tons of death, and <laughs> now- well, that's go- on you. Government <laughs> aluminum <laughs> dropping bombs on us. <laughs> not, not bombs, particlets. Yeah. That's the other thing. When you look in your water- and you determine like how much plastic and shit is in your water because of all the shit that's in the ocean and everything, and it gets all in the water system and all that. Oh yeah, we're all fucked, people. We're all fucked. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of Halloween, I would say I felt like I had like three or four things well, that we were going to go ghost. over. Oh, that's right. Remember I yes. Text, texted okay. you the other day about the ghost. So yes, guys. Since this is technically being recorded on Halloween, we're going to get into ghost some ghostly story. stuff. And Pinky has a ghost story. So the other night at five o'clock in the morning, I hear a crash. So our bedroom's on the second story, and mm-hmm. I heard a crash on what I believed was the fir- the main level. And so I wake my husband up, and I'm like, "Hey, I heard something." And so I'm gonna I'm gonna head down and look at it. And it takes him a while to like wake up and see. He oh, would have he would have been first if he had been more awake. So I was like, "I'll head down. I'll head down." So I come downstairs, and the sliding glass door here that goes to our backyard. Yeah, it has. A decorative sign over it that says, like, this is our happy place or something like that. Live, laugh, love. Basically, (laughs) yes. Fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact. That had fallen off the wall, which in and of itself is not no big deal, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. So I'm doing visuals for Nick. So if this is the wall and this is the sign. That's helping our listeners so much. Sorry. (laughs) This is the wall and this is the sign. Yeah. When something falls off, it usually falls forward or, or it hangs down because one side has come off or whatever. Yeah. And then it tumbles down. Yeah. This fell down and fell sign So it up. just like slid down the wall, basically. Except kinda. that there's a ledge. It, it couldn't have fallen straight down because of the, the door frame. Yeah. Okay. So it would have hit that. And then banked off. And then banked off and fallen. But it, this somehow it like slid down but past the ledge. Both? both and it's also the in the back of the sign has it's not a wire it's um it's not like a screw like in a no, hole on the sign there's a there's the there's the two holes and then when you're hanging it you push it in and then you slide it so it's really secure so wait so you push it in and then you slide it to the side this, so that means for this sign to have come off it had to have slid both the opposite way yes and then come and then come, and then off. come off off the wall. and not just come off and like tumble down it like almost jumped off and then landed this way up against the wall. Like somebody took it down and propped it up against the wall. It wasn't like this. It was still flat on the ground. Okay. So it was flat on the ground. But it was signed up and it was up against the wall. So I'm saying like in order for it to come off the wall and like tumble naturally, it would have been over here somewhere. Do you have cameras? Yeah. Yes. I don't think that one's working though. We've had some issues with our... Uh, security oh, system and the you I know that's true. Well, here's the thing. So that happened. Ca- if you have that on camera, that would be an interesting thing to see for sure. Well, so that wasn't. I mean, I thought it was weird. Yeah. You know, I, my husband came down and we were talking, and 
I said, oh, I'll just put it on the table. I'll hang it up again tomorrow. And I didn't think anything of it because I didn't realize that it had that weird backing and yeah. everything that would have happened for that. But here's the weird thing. For four or five times since then, I'll be sitting in the kitchen, home by myself, yeah. and we have a dog now. That's something that's new since the last time I've been oh, yeah, We've got yeah. a 14-month-old um, German Shepherd. Okay. She'll be sitting there right next to me on the ground, and yeah. she will look over at the door like she heard something and just start barking. And here's the thing. She doesn't bark. She does not bark unless someone comes to the front door. Yeah. And we've trained her. So like that, the parade that walked yeah, by yeah, earlier, yeah. she didn't bark no at one deal. person. No big deal. Not nothing. Sitting there four times. She just looks at that door and she's her, the hair on the back of her. Boy, you know what? Dogs and kids, they I say know. are very receptive to that kind of stuff. Back when we had our first dog, there was a um, earthquake in Southern Illinois. This would have been okay. like 2009, 2010-ish. Okay. Yeah. Our dog that we had back then would sleep in the room with us, and he started freaking out that morning. It was like in the middle of the night, and he kept bumping up against the bed. And Animals within, are very within five about minutes, that as well. Within five minutes, the, yeah. the um, earthquake hit. Yeah. But anyway, so to have our dog barking at what I would say is nothing, totally out of the blue, and it never happened. that sign. And that sign says what now? This is our happy place. <laughs> oh. Weird. Oh, the spirits are not thrilled about this being your happy place. <laughs> they not, are not. Must not be their happy place. They are place. not happy about you making this their happy place. Your just happy place. Weird. Again, wouldn't have thought anything of it until the dog started acting super weird at nothing towards that door. So interesting. Well, that's my ghost story. I. So I'm trying to think if I have an update as to. My duplex situation. Um, there's not been any bed, bed shaking lately, which, you know. Well, there hasn't been any unintentional bed <laughs> <laughs> No, there hasn't been any bed Moving right along. Not in my place, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, there hasn't been any bed shaking lately. And I haven't really noticed any... I haven't had any nightmares. Although, last night I had a weird dream, but, like, it was just, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I do remember at one point waking up in the middle of the night and, like, screaming. But then, like, I kind of quickly. For real? Yes. Oh. Like, it's one of those ones where you kind of, it was not this. But you know those dreams where you feel like you're like taking a step down the steps and mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you like yeah, you yeah. know and stumble and all and and that wakes you up. It was like that, but it wasn't that. It was something happened in my dream that caused me to scream, and I actually screamed in real life. Woke up, realized, holy shit, I am by myself, and then I went right back to sleep. Wow, you know, um, there was something in the dream. What was it? There were people in my house. There was a lot of people in my dream. I was in my bed in my house. I remember that much. And there were people there. There was actually somebody in the bed with me, and there were other people in the building. But for the life of me, I can't. That's I weird. don't remember any of the details. But I do remember that I did wake up screaming at one point last wow. night. Wow. Um, so I don't think I've ever know. had that um, obvious of a reaction to a dream where, like, I was vocal. Or- well, that's not even, like, the worst. I mean, the worst is when I have my night terrors. But I oh, I know. I haven't had a really... I haven't had... 
I guess technically you could claim that last night was one because, I mean, I woke up screaming. But, uh, you know, I I didn't. It's not like the continuous. Like when yeah. Jeff and I were in Chicago that right, time. Right, right. I mean, that was like <laughs> apparently a very continuous, constant screaming. And then when he was trying to wake me up, I do remember hearing my name being said and not processing mm-hmm. that. And that made me scream even more. But then at some point, you know, you just kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm good and move on. I but. think dreams are like the eighth wonder of the world. Like we just do not have a good understanding of. No, we don't. Why understand and it. how and. Our brain is talking to us. It yes. is processing yes. so much information. And that's just this weird way of doing it. And yeah, I don't so know. So how do you explain people that don't remember their dreams? I mean, other than the fact that. I don't that- remember my dream. Really? Like, like right now, I'm telling you right now, I remember there was somebody in bed with me and I, and God, I'm going to give a detail and I know I'm going to regret it because <laughs> <Let's hear> it. <laughs> it was a male. It was not like it was a sexual situation. It was like I had a lot of people in my house and in order for these, for somebody to have somewhere to sleep, I had to share wow. my, my <clears throat> bed space with somebody. Just it, the fact that there were other people in your house and you were in bed. There was weird. a, well, it was night, you know I mean? It was it in the dream. Oh, okay. It was night, but I don't remember who any of these people were. I don't remember why they were there and I don't remember what prompted me to scream, but yeah. All I know is I woke up and I actually looked to my side to like, like to make sure there to was make some, sure I didn't like yeah. wake that person up. But I'm like, oh shit, there's nobody there. I'm in a dream. That was a dream. That was a dream. Yeah. Hmm. So wow, that's how like aware I was. See, of, that's interesting. Yeah. I usually ha- I have really really vivid detailed dreams for which I remember most of the details. Now I did last week have a really vivid detailed dream. And I relayed that to somebody, like right when I woke up. Won't get into details. I'm not. I'm not gonna kiss and tell. But uh, I can't tell you that dream now. Hmm. I told that person at that moment, and at that moment, I remembered everything, wow. man. I it was clicking off. But like to tell you now, I can't. I know I there's can't a tell you there's a physiological reason why someone would remember a dream versus not. And so um, I have a friend who did a sleep study. And very early on in the evening, like had such severe apnea that they got fitted for their mask mm-hmm. right then and there and immediately started dreaming. And they said it was the first time they'd remember their dreams in years. Wow. So it really, I mean, it, physiologically, it has something to do with, you know, the amount of oxygen and if your that. muscles are actually um, asleep or, you know, resting versus, you know, working or whatever. So I could see that. But in terms of what causes us to dream and why we dream the things we do. I think it's well, so yeah, interesting. I don't dream every night. I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of nights I don't. You See, know? and science leads us to believe that we dream every night. We dream hundreds of dreams well, a night. Maybe so I why? do, but I don't remember any of them. So then that begs the question, if you don't remember them, are you really dreaming? Like, what is science well, see, to say? <laughs> all right. So now we're going to get all sorts of metaphysical here for a moment. So I'm going to pose a question to you that I know I've posed to Jeff before. And we've talked about, but this is interesting, and this took me here. So if you die in your sleep. Do you know you died? Well, no, no, no. If you die in your sleep and you're in a dream, does the dream just keep going? Or is it like a movie where the film split and it just goes to black and you like now go on to do whatever if there is a whatever? Well, I have to believe that it would just end. 
Because a dream is your is your mind at work. And if you die in your sleep, your mind's not going to work anymore. Like physiologically. But, but are you, it, I'm talking like afterlife-y kind of stuff. Like, you know, like. Spiritually and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, does it like transition all of a sudden? Like, no. You know, whatever? No. No. So you're saying that the movie just cuts off, just goes to black. Yeah. Okay. That's a very, I believe that it's a very different experience immediately after you die. So why would anything that happened in the physical life translate to the afterlife in that way? I don't know. I don't. I just it, didn't know if maybe that would be a transition, like a, like nope. a, like a I don't think in so. kind of thing. Nope. Like a, like, hey, buddy. So I know you're dreaming about like, you know, <laughs> the Chinese buffet, but, uh, you know, um, time to go say <laughs> hi to St. Peter, you know, or if it's like, whatever. Time to go, and then you're standing at the door with St. Peter, like, hey, can I just hit the Saint, buffet up before? Yeah, exactly. St. Peter's like, fun fact, we have a great buffet inside, because <laughs> he has good fun facts, for the record. Of course Saint, he does. Saint, he's St. Peter. He's got good, happy- He meets so many people throughout the day, he's, he's got to be full of fun facts. facts. Oh, yeah. Happy fun <laughs> facts from St. Peter. He's not going to let me in, because all my fun facts yeah, he's are gonna be not like, fun, as it turns out. <laughs> your fun facts are fucking dark. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not- <laughs> Just that one, and now you've you have hijacked my fun facts, and now I can't say fun fact without cracking up, and I'll be in a, a group of people that have no idea why I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, I have a fun fact, but it's probably not a fun fact anymore because my friend Nick ruined it for me. Did I ruin it or just make it better? It's <laughs> a good question. It's a good I question. Know. I don't anyway, know. all right. So we've talked about go- what else we had. All right. Well. Before we get into some other stuff, why don't we go ahead and get into uh, this week's very short Ask the Boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You asked the eight Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right, guys. It's time for this week's Ask the Boys. And you can get your calls, questions, concerns, whatever to us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And, um, well, as I said, it's a uh, very uh, abbreviated Ask the Boys uh, because I only had one call come in this week. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this and we'll see if there's anything that we have to address. And it's on speaker. So Polyaski here again. Um, I am probably too late, as it were, for this contest. But on a recent episode there, as it turns out, uh, Mr. Miller reminded me, Jerry Polyaski here, Scary Polyaski, uh, of an, another uh, story uh, Jerry Polyaski is, uh, as it turns out. Mr. Miller was talking about uh, waking up to find several uh, men in cloaks around him. Oh, cloaks. Which reminded old Jerry Polanski here of a story he had many moons ago. I was hanging out uh, with my power of attorney there, John Quimby. John Quimby. My uh, court-appointed guardian, as it were. Anywho, he chose the bar that we went to there. Uh, it was an interesting location. It had a, a rainbow theme, which I thought was a, a bit peculiar. But anywho, <laughs> fast forward to old Jerry Polanski here, having one 
too many blackberry brandies in our And I woke up to several men around me in cloaks, <laughs> trench coats, as it were. Trench coats. And they were chanting some mythical language. They kept chanting, Bukaki, Bukaki, <laughs> Bukaki. Yeah, it turns out. Oh my God! And I presume they threw uh, oh God. room temperature Greek yogurt all over oh the God. here. <gasps> yeah, some sort of prank. Anywho, uh, by the time I woke up, uh, cleaned myself off like a cat. Yes, it turns out. Like a cat. <laughs> uh, they had disappeared into the night. Oh God! Uh, it's quite the scary story there. So. uh Hopefully this can make it into the contest. Yes, be smoky. No, Jerry, you missed the contest, buddy. You missed it by just a, <laughs> just a hair. But um, uh, for those of you who are interested in the scary contest, um, you can go to the Scar Pulpit Parishioners Group where I have posted the poll, and um, you can vote on that. And it details who called in a very brief description, you know, headline of their their story and the episode in which you can hear it um just as a heads up we were going to announce the winner for that contest on this episode but because jeff had to uh you know bag out and uh pinky was nice enough to to step up and and come on with me uh the winner will be announced this friday um and and uh we'll go that way so you guys have a little bit more time to vote is i guess my point oh jerry um but oh jerry (laughs) As it were. As it were. Um, I don't even know how to respond. I'm just going to not. I'm just going to. We're just gonna, <laughs> moving right along. We're just going to move right <laughs> along and say, uh, that's been this week's Ask the Boys, uh, where you can get your calls, questions, concerns, and evidently uh, wretched stories about nights out with John Quimby um, to on the hotline at area code 863-874-0000. So before we get into some other stuff, what are you getting on the cigar? Are you having a, a good experience with the sun growing over there? Definitely. It's um it's very earthy. That's good. Any there's spice some pepper to in there. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say. say there's it's got some spice to it. Mm-hmm. So this Cameroon, it's very smooth. Um it's uh it's very it's it's not light. There's it's I'd say medium body to it. Um my burn line is pretty even i've got one little side there that's just a little higher than the other but i think i just need to rotate the cigar um i've done a retro hail a couple times and it's been nice and easy wow and i didn't even I notice say it's been, wow it's been nice and so no it's uh i'm having a good experience with this rocky patel uh the vintage 2003 cameron it's the blue and white and that's band. new to you you've never smoked that before i don't think i've ever well I don't know how you keep track of all this stuff, to be honest. I can't tell you. As I it can't were. tell you. As it were, <laughs> I feel like I may have smoked this one once before. This may have been in my monthly cigars box. I don't know. Um, but uh, okay. I, I feel like that. But so, question know. for you. Yes. Does anybody you know do an advent calendar of cigars? There are some advent calendars out there. I think Oliva last year did one, and I think they're doing it again this year. Um, if you Google around, you can find there's a couple okay. of people that are doing advent calendars. We're big cigars. advent people in our house, so okay. we'll do something fun for our son. And then usually for Mr. Pinky, I do like 12 days of beer 
Okay. And so I go to one of the local places here. They've got a lot of unique beers that you can, you know, buy singles. You don't have to buy a six pack. Um, and so I'll bag them up nicely, tag them, put them in the fridge. And so every day when he gets home for work for 12 days, he can take one out of the fridge on his way in. I would say that um, the Oliva cigar one, if I'm right, that was a full 24 days. Wow. And it was not a cheap date. For sure not. I mean, I mean 24. Because you're buying, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you're basically buying a box of cigars. Yeah. You know, you got to look at it that way. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of life, you know, yeah, you're looking at, you're probably looking about 200 to 250 mm-hmm. bucks for one of these, you know, but well, each year, I think the Oliva one had exclusive, like limited only available in that um, kind of sizes and things like that going on. So anyway, in years past, he's done, I've gotten, um, like he did a wine one for me one year. That was great, but I don't drink wine anymore not usually mm-hmm. too high sugar yeah um and then he did like a skincare one when a makeup one so they've the, mine change what he does for me changes okay. and this is the first year i'm like oh why, why haven't we done a cigar advent calendar they're out there that would be awesome they're out there i he mean did. even if he had to curate it himself i would just say oh he could totally dude, do that reach out to nick like yeah. ask him what i would like you know we could totally do that okay. we could make that happen all right yeah i mean there's ones you can buy um which I would imagine if these companies were smart, they would be getting those into think stores so. yes. like now. Yes. You know, um, but, you know, and I mean this not directed at any one specific company. It's kind of a problem across the board, I feel. Um, they uh, they all tend to run on Dominican time or Honduran time or oh, Nicaraguan time, okay. which means they're behind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they just have a more relaxed way of it's life, exactly which I don't it. I don't hate. No, I, I admire that. I get it, but I'm but for the purposes of sales, looking at it from a retail side, it's true. You know, if you're going to What was that noise? Truck. Okay. Well, I heard like anyway. Um But see, this will only matter if I can get my tent yeah. up, and I know you've got yours up. I did. I put up that the It looks good. The and I like t- it now with that chair in it instead of the um the, the gravity chair. Yeah. That was too much. I think we overestimated or we underestimated how much that was affecting the your space inside. Even when it oh. wasn't up, it was still it was it was a handful. It was a lot. Yeah. 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 And uh, don't get me wrong, it was comfortable for me. Because let's be real, I was the only really one in it. For the most part, you. I, I came over a couple. You times. came over a yeah. couple times. This year, it's going to be so much better with the with the because I have one of these kind of chairs in nice. there, and uh, you know, I'll admit it's a little bit more reinforced. You know, I got the big man version. <laughs> um, although I have a couple of the parishioners that are on there recommending that I need to look into um, a product. Hang on, I'm going to go ahead and actually give a shout out to said product. Uh, these guys are pushing the specific. Um, a specific chair here, GCI Rocker XL chair. Ooh, I've had those before. Um, it they have it. Apparently, Amazon has got them. Um, You're probably looking right at like now. 60, 70 bucks. They're they've got one on Amazon right now for seventy five bucks. Yeah, and it could be delivered to me by Sunday, November sixth, if I wanted to spend that money. I don't. But uh, the only thing I would say about those, so the sports families that we run in circles with, several of them have that rocker. It is very comfortable. Um, It might sit a little lower than what you might be comfortable in. Oh, well, yeah, that's going to be an issue then. So I don't want to sit too terribly low. We've got uh, 
there are it's a rocker but it's a pod a pain on the knees yes yeah. well oh, i've seen those too where it's they're, like they're, they're hard like, to get yeah. out of. they're comfortable when you're sitting in yeah, them but this, like this when you're trying more, to get out of it this is more of a chair yes right they I've, have I've a pod them. version yes, but, yeah. it, but even the d- chair ones sit lower than okay maybe what you're yeah i don't know i don't want to sit too low that's why i drive an suv because yeah. my whole theory with cars is I want to climb up into it yes. and I want to fall out yes. of it. Yep. I do not want to climb in, like fall into it and then have to climb Pull out of it. Pull ourselves out of it. Because that's just, that's I, too much work. Yeah. So like I probably for the rest of my life will not own something like a car car. Yeah. It's going to be at least an SUV or something like Your that. Your midlife crisis isn't going to be a Corvette? No, probably not. No. No. <laughs> no. Not... Let's be real. They don't make sports cars for the portly gentlemen. So, you know, I mean, they do, but, uh, you know. So. I don't make sports car money at the newspaper, you know. No? No. All right. No. Um, but, yeah, I did get my tent put up. I did put up a post on uh, the Scar Pulpit uh, Instagram, you know, kind of giving a little visual tour for those of you who are interested in my ice tent and haven't heard me talk about it before. I need to get mine this is up. year three. Is it really? This is year three. Wow, that tent's going strong. It, they're sturdy. They are. They are yeah. worth the investment. If, it, oh, if, you, totally. if anybody listening has been thinking about it, wondering if it, it, they are quality. These are not like you know, paper thin. No, they're going to last you just one season. These are. I see yours on the shelf right there. I know. I need to get it up. Here's the challenge. And I told you last night. Oh, I might go ahead and put it up so we can record in there today. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a whole domino thing. So I can't get that up until I move all of our outdoor furniture, which is fine. But it sits under, um, what is it called? Not a pergola, but we've got a, a, oh, a yeah, like gazebo. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gazebo, we still have the tarp up on that. And getting oh, that down, yeah. I mean, I'd rather go to the dentist and have five root canals and get up there to get that down. <laughs> it is not fun. And it's been rainy. So Just I have to like Javier do it. Plan- <laughs> Just be like Javier. Get your ass out there and do it. <laughs> Climb up on there. He's, <laughs> he's I'll not, buy you a beer. <laughs> he's not a small guy, so him getting up on ladders is like his, not his favorite thing. Well, it's not my favorite thing either. <laughs> well, you want to do it while you're here? You want to get up there and get that tarp down for oh, me? God. <laughs> no, just say no. How I'm tall you. of a like? I mean, you. How I, high up are we having to go to get this tarp off? Oh, 12, 14 feet. No. Yes. Like I have to get up. No. I have to get up on the almost to the top step of the ladder that green ladder right there i have to get up on not the black part but the ring under it and i mean it's not 12 feet it's uncomfortable no but the thing is i mean you add i'm five nine yeah so getting up there and unscrewing each of the little things and you got to keep you know you got to move it's it's a lot and it's not fun and it's wet so now i gotta wait for i was looking ahead at the weather i've got to wait till probably wednesday to let it dry out i'll take it down thursday and maybe i'll get the tent up this weekend i have to get it up though well yes because that is and that's my, why i did that mine. is my self-care in the winter that's and i'm why not I kidding did mine on you know sunday know. night after i took my son home is i wanted to make sure i got it up because um the last thing in the world i wanted to do was to have to put up my tent while it's already shitty outside yeah like realistically, I could have sat out last night and had a cigar without it, um, but uh, yeah, that was. Here's another fun fact. Okay. So my best friend in the whole world—we've been best friends for twenty some years. She did not know that I smoked cigars until recently. Oh. Now here's the thing: I had told her back in March. She just didn't remember. 
Well, I had, we, we text back and forth furiously, like we'll cover five or six topics. Yeah. And so I had in the middle of, you know, like a conversation, including four or five topics had just thrown in there. And I was like, speaking, we were talking about vices. And I said, speaking of, not sure I've told you, but I sort of picked up cigar smoking <laughs> during quarantine. Nick got me going. <laughs> well, she never responded to that. Like okay. she kept texting back, but it was nothing towards my one yeah. line that says, hey, I may have started smoking cigars. And um, she's the type of person that if she thinks something is ridiculous or whatever, she's just not going to even honor that with a response. So yep. I couldn't decide. I was like, oh, shoot, I should have just told her separately, not in the middle of, you know, all this other texting, because now I didn't know. So fast forward to like a month or two ago, and I, um, she was telling me that a guy she works with smokes cigars and how, um, anyway, she, long story. It was a funny story. But it was yes, a funny I, story. I and so she was talking about it sort of in a positive light. Like she met up with the guy, she gave him some cigars and he was telling her how it's not as bad as, you know, like you're probably judging me, but they're not as bad as you think. And he's telling yeah, her all yeah, these yeah. things. So she's telling me this. And I said, actually, now that you mentioned it, like, I, I also smoke cigars. It, she was floored. I mean, like I said, we've been best friends since 1997. <laughs> she was floored. But here's the exciting thing. So this guy that she works with has a smoke room at his house. <sighs> I mean, ventilation, a that's humidor nice. at his house. That's, that's nice. And so she was, for two or three days, she kept texting me, I just feel like I don't even know you. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know, it's big. But I, I told her, I go, if you want to smoke, because you know her. You, oh, yeah, yeah I know her. I said, you need to reach out to Nick. He will get you. Now, her journey would look very different because she generally doesn't. So I started with the, the sweet tips, the, 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 the yeah, infused exactly. type stuff. Um, she is not like a sweet person. She doesn't like sweet wine. She doesn't. We'll just jump right jump in. Jump right then. in. You we'll know, just, something light, maybe a Connecticut yeah, or something. Exactly. Um, so anyways, I'm excited. So I was sending her pictures of my smoke tent and she was like, oh my God, how many times was I at your house this winter? And I didn't even see this ginormous, ginormous, <laughs> ginormous red tent like in the backyard. Six by six tent in the backyard. I, I had, we had friends that would come over and I would, they're like, what is that? And I go, well, it's a nice fishing tent, but you know what? I just call it my she shed. It's where I, I go out and watch movies and blah. You know, I didn't tell them this yeah. is what I did out there. But now she's super excited. Like, I think she'll come over and I don't know if she'll smoke with me, but she'll for sure sit out there with me. That'd I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, I don't know. Did I tell you she knows now? I don't remember if I told you that before. I think you did tell me the okay. story. Well, yeah, because she called me to tell me the cigar story too. Of her coworker. Of the, of the coworker. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when she was like, I had no idea. And, I uh, and I was just like, well, I could have told you. <laughs> Not my news to share, but you know, whatever. <laughs> So, but, the, and I know her coworker, I know of her coworker. At least neither one of you guys got mad at me like the, the friends, but anyway, that's a whole nother the thing. The who? Oh, I've told you that story. The friends. I talked about it on here once. Uh, the, the Tinder girls, the one, how I matched with the two friends. Oh. And the one was, yeah. <gasps> Remember that? You know? Oh, yeah. man. I don't share news. I don't share other people's no, news. I mean, I do. I own Which a newspaper. Is, right, but, right. But like, that's no, like you are legit. Very but I good. don't share other people's news. You're very, so. especially people in your life. Like, yeah. you're very good about like recognizing that it's someone else's story to tell. Yes. Yes. Because I hate it when people share my stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I have a certain ad rep in mind that I'm thinking of right now. I know. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, anyway, so, well, that'll be fun. You guys can, uh, you know, 
I just ash in this thing. Oh shit! Oh no! Shoot! 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 It went right in the like right in the holder. That's like what <laughs> it's is plastic. That? Is that a couple? No, oh, it's like a. It's a um like a cooler. It is. It's a cooler in my camping oh, chair. You just ash all up in the cooler. Well, <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> well, Pinky clears the ash out of her cooler. Um, why don't we go ahead? That sounds like a terrible metaphor. And. Uh, <laughs> Oh, just push play. I don't know what you're about say, to do. We're going to do the United Cigars, One Must Go. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Hey, remind me later this week. I need to get you to re-record that. No, I think you need to ask her to record the intro now. She's way better than me. No. she's oh, That's the Hateful Shrew. The Hateful Shrew is dead to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I mean, she sounds hot. <laughs> you know the Hateful Shrew. I do? Well, you know her sister. Oh! That's her? Uh-huh. Son of a gun. Uh-huh. Yep. I did. I thought that was an actual, like, United Oh, no. Rep- no. Oh. No. No. W- w- wow. My mind is blown. I did well for myself until was, I didn't. That is really good. <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> yeah. And in all fairness, I didn't do anything to make no, it not well didn't. for me. No, you didn't. Except wow. I wasn't on her level. But whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So. That's all right. her? Yes. Oh, I mean, I'll record. And so I'm really you... sick and tired of hearing it. <laughs> and my other option is Jerry Pulaski, <laughs> who's apparently very divisive amongst the parishioners. No like, wonder you're excited to have me recorded. Yeah, I really. My was, competition yeah, is I, your ex-girlfriend and I really need Jerry you, I really need you to sit down and lay that track down at some point this week. So okay. anyway, well, we're well, well, we're yeah, hanging out Wednesday we'll, night, we'll, so we'll we'll, we'll, okay. we'll deal with that Wednesday. So anyway, so one must go. And uh, this was your idea, so I'm going to let you go ahead and pitch this. This is United Cigars, one must go. We throw out a couple of things, and uh, one of them has to go. Okay. We have to explain our rationale. Holiday edition. I feel like we're heading into the fall. We've got the slew of holidays coming up. We are in the holidays. Lots of family time. Um, So one must go. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. Oh, shit. (sighs) You have to be honest, because I know what you're going to say. I know. So... We'll still like you even after you nick Here's the thing. Here's the thing. For the purposes of, like, I, I'm i not a big Halloween guy. I'm not a big Halloween Same. guy. Like, I I will get dressed. I, I do get dressed up. It seems like maybe every five years or so I'll do a costume. Um, Jeff forced me into doing that Big Lebowski, big Lebowski one. Which, admittedly, you know, was a perfect. A few years back. It did work out really well. He wanted to do Breaking Bad this year, and well, here we are on Halloween, and uh, I'm not doing that. So um, that didn't work out. But um, but that's not the one you would get rid of, I don't think. No, because as much as I don't necessarily dig it for me, A, I like the parties. Mm-hmm. B, I love seeing all the kids. Yep. And I like all the candy. I mean, yep. obviously, I like all the candy. <laughs> um, and I have candy at my place. In case I happen to get trick-or-treaters tonight. Um, I don't think I will. I didn't last year. Oh. But there are some kids that have moved into my neighborhood this year. So I might possibly. 
The unintended benefit of this is the the least number of kids you have, the more candy you get to keep. Bingo. That's why you buy the candy you like. Or on the flip side, you buy the candy you hate so you don't eat it afterwards. Exactly. But, you know, what's the fun of that? Um, but that's the thing. Even though I'm not big into Halloween, if I'm being 100% honest, I would get rid of Christmas. Why? Thanksgiving is my favorite of the three. I love Thanksgiving. I love the giant meal. I love all the like camaraderie, everybody mm-hmm. getting together, the Being talking, thankful, you, the know, and whatnot. you know, playing games, you know, hanging out, watching football after you've eaten like a giant meal, um, flipping through. I'm going to be old school. I like flipping through the actual newspaper ads mm-hmm. to look at all the stuff that's on sale on Black Friday and this and that and whatever. I like Thanksgiving a lot. It's my favorite one of all of them. Christmas, in my opinion, is Thanksgiving, but with the added bullshit of having to go out and buy gifts for a bunch of people and the stress that goes into gift purchasing and the financial impact Mm -hmm. on everybody's life because of gift purchasing, it's just outrageous. too much. And so, like, if I were being 100% honest, I would get rid of Christmas. That's fair. You don't. There's no shame in that. You're allowed to say that. Well, I don't. You're wanna, an adult. You get to I make that decision. I don't want to make it seem like I'm like shitting on the baby Jesus's birthday and like. <laughs> well, you, know, you didn't say anything about why Humberg. that's. Yeah. I, I I think that if if you if that's something you believe in and whatnot and you want to celebrate that, go for it. That's that's you know your prerogative. But it's the trappings. It's the commercialization I, I and the trappings of Christmas that I'm perfectly fine getting rid of. Okay. You. Uh, I would get rid of Halloween. I'm not, uh, which is weird because I really like themes yeah. in the rest of my life. <laughs> Stop. I don't mean like that. But, you know, other holidays or, but it's just Halloween. I uh, Hey, Javier, I'm the nurse tonight. <laughs> You're my patient. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I, I do I do feel like in the last 10 years, don't you feel like people have gotten way more into Halloween than they used to? So my neighbor across the street, yes. they've got Christmas lights. They've got the um, graveyard in their front yard. I love that. I don't want to begrudge other people that do that. It's just, you know, the, the Halloween is not my not my thing. Yeah, I do feel like Halloween is definitely taking on more and more like as the, it's becoming like Christmas, Christmas the yeah. sequel. You know, and I don't, I don't mind that piece of it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, I agree with your sentiments about. I feel like Thanksgiving is fun because it seems. Now I don't cook, so I can say this. It's like the least stressful holiday. Like I don't. I, mean, have, I don't cook either. So. I don't. I don't have <laughs> to plan anything for it. Yeah. I don't have to. So I enjoy just that's getting a, to enjoy. That's a valid point. It. If if you're the person in the kitchen prepping the meal, obviously that is probably not you your might. favorite well some people you know? do they love hosting they love yeah. entertaining they love the hard work that's my mom she loves doing that yeah. so but i lo- i love how i feel like thanksgiving is the most relaxing of the three mm-hmm. but i do have to say christmas is my favorite and it's for a couple reasons the first is well, you i start planning like i do forever the whole I, like my christmas not this year but my and actually since covid i haven't done this but um, I used to plan the whole December, like our whole family's December back in like October. So I knew which, you know, church events we were going to. I knew which community events. I knew the advent calendars. I bought gifts all throughout the year. I love that there's this buildup to it. Yeah. Um. So I do love that piece of it. I like driving through the light displays. Yes. 
There's apparently yeah. a giant one that's going in at Six Flags this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, that's good to know. It's like massive looking from what I can tell really? from the video that I saw on, online. That's good information. I'm going to have to look into yeah. that. That We very rarely cross the river. <laughs> We're in um, Illinois and a lot of things happen in Missouri. Well, My family just, we, and like we stay hyper The Gateway Racetrack uh-huh. in Madison. Uh-huh. Did you do that one? No. I think what? it was last year and the year before they did like ones where they set up lights all throughout the infield of the racetrack so they pull you in you go on the racetrack you know and you drive all throughout and it's one of those ones where you tune your radio to a certain oh. frequency they play the music and the lights are dancing and shit to that it was probably a 45 minute like drive through really? life parade thing this is really good information i'm gonna yeah. have to remember these so yeah um, so, I but think I, I would hope they're doing that one again because it was really popular the last two years. I mean, you had to like make reservations. You had to like reserve oh, really? times and shit. Oh, okay. Like, it was like, it was a big deal. Well, our city does like a downtown event. They've got um, uh, horse-drawn carriages. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So I, I would say that I, I agree. You said earlier that Christmas is almost like Thanksgiving uh, except commercialized. Um, and I, I wouldn't say that's why I like it that it's been com- commercialized. I just like that it's longer. Thanksgiving is like... It happens, the yeah. day is done, and then it's gone. I know. But for people like me, I enjoy the process. You I love like the Christmas season. I do. I love the whole month of December. It's one of my favorites. The whole month of December, I'm sitting back and thinking, how am I going to afford this? I know. So that's it, where I, I know. like. I get it. That's why I don't. Sure. You know, and see, and my birthday is, you know, the end of November. So, like, the closest I come to Thanksgiving is Black Friday. Um, my birthday cannot, like... It, it it won't fall on Thanksgiving itself. Um, however, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'll just be honest. There's times that like birthday money, like I've applied to Christmas gifts because like I just need. It you know, tight. it's just the way it yep. is. You yep. know, and that kind of sucks For to sure. a degree. For you sure. know, I, I mean, know. it's what it is. I don't. You know, and and I'm and it's and it's a. <laughs> it's a it's a byproduct of my own making uh in that i am the kind of person that all throughout the year if i'm somewhere let's say i just i don't even know where i pop into a store somewhere and i see something and i'm like my god pinky would like that i'm the kind of person that i will pick up that little item and i will purchase that little item but then when i see you i'm like here. Oh, you don't wait until. I don't mm. like hoard gifts for Christmas. I give them out all throughout the year. So then at Christmas time, I'm racking my brain like, what do I get this person? Mm. What do I get this person? I don't know. I've given them eight fucking other things throughout the year, <laughs> but I don't know what to get this person for Christmas. The one time of the year I have to get There's them There's the expectation of, And yeah. so maybe what I need to start doing is keeping a note in my phone. Where I list <laughs> off the person and everything that you I give got them a card them on Christmas with what you exactly. gave them all throughout and the year, and then I give them a card on Christmas <laughs> that just says, "Hope you enjoyed the blah 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 blah." That's your Christmas. Enjoy it, you know, and move do on. it. I might have to start that. That might be a 2023 resolution. There right you go. There. I might do that. Do it. I might. I might do that. Would that be shitty? No. You don't think that'd be shitty? You know, I don't think so. No. Because that's the other thing is part of the fun of Christmas is actually having the gift to open up and the stuff. And and it's one of those things. Like, do you think it'd be shitty? You don't think it'd be shitty if I, like, gave you a card that said, hey, by the way, I hope you enjoyed this, this, hey, this, Hey, how is this, that new, you know, you, know uh, you just gave me a new lighter today. Hey, how dear. is that new lighter that I gave you a couple months ago? How's that going? Hope you think of me <laughs> when you light up. Right? See, it, 
how people feel about it is just going to be individualized. Like yeah. I, I would not yeah. be upset about that, but I'm not also somebody who thinks you have to celebrate that day on that day. Like if you yeah, have to get well, together, no, there are exactly. people that are like Christmas has to be celebrated on Christmas. And I'm like, I, I'm not, I get that, but that's not really how the real world works. I'm not going to be really doing much celebrating on Christmas I mean, you itself got, this right, year. Yeah. You got, you here's know, my it's thing. Like, I'm, I'm having to do it early this year. So. The challenge that we have is family. So my family lives up here. My husband's family lives somewhere else. And, you know, so we feel that Spain. pull to, to Spain. Yeah. Javier. <laughs> Javier. Coming from Spain. <laughs> to, you know, flip and switch and stuff. It's hard to get back. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I don't mind going down there, them coming up here. Not a big deal. Um, you know, my husband has limited vacation hours. We spend, uh, he burns a lot of vacation with all the traveling we do for kiddo sports stuff. Yeah. So when the holidays roll around, he really relies on that time to as rest and rejuvenation. Yeah. And traveling and going to visit his family and being down there and his whole family's down there. So we're talking in-laws and aunts and uncles and cousins. Yeah. I love that stuff. He sees it. It's not rejuvenating for him. One of these years, I'm going to travel for Christmas. We have talked that, about like, that's what we want to do. It, and, and Get away. Do what you want to do. If Ideally, like for my family, yeah. what I would like to do is spend Christmas, let's say, with my family this year, his family next year. And then the next year or two, I would love to travel one of those years with just the three of us, yeah. me and my little family. And then another year, I want to do like a friend's holiday. Yeah. You know, like I love my family, Here. but I see them all year. We spend all this time together. That's fine. On Christmas, I want to be with like my friends who like playing poker and smoking cigars and enjoying a cocktail. And that to me would be like an ideal Christmas. Here's the only Happy thing. birthday, baby Jesus. Here's your bourbon. Here's the only <laughs> thing about... And this is what's kept me from traveling for Christmas is is family. Yeah. Because you know, you stop and you think that you only get so much time. I know. And the older we get, the more that resonates with exactly. us. Exactly. And that's the thing. This is not a conversation I would have had ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But now staring down the bat- uh, barrel of 41, it's like I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, I only get so many Christmases mm-hmm. with, you know, my folks and whatever else. And it's like, what do I, what, you know, do yeah. I want to be, if, I, f- I, f- I almost feel like it would be selfish. If you spent it in a non-traditional way. To then go to like Las Vegas and you go look- and like just freaking play yeah. craps and smoke and drink and have a have Christmas day at the craps table. I feel like that would be selfish of me. So you are going to spend your holidays the way other people expect you to spend it? Or you're saying that you're starting to value it more, the family holidays? Um, a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Okay. Like, I, 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 the, the valuing of the holidays is what's keeping me from... Doing those other things. Doing something non-traditional with my holiday. I can see that, which is why, you know, ideally... We spend it with my family one year, his family, like, but we tell people ahead of time. So then there's not this, like this year we kind of butted up against the planning yeah. and it was like, we we're trying to literally freaking out over what we're going to do. Yeah. And he and I had different thoughts on how we wanted to spend the holidays. So it became like pretty stressful. Holidays <laughs> pretty stressful. are way too stressful for I what know. they are. So I guess the question is, if you, if, do you spend enough time throughout the year with your family members that's quality time? that you could give yourself some grace in the future if you decided to, let's say, go to Vegas and have a Christmas you wanted to have? 
Or would you still, you think the next year, look back and say, gosh, I, that was a wasted Christmas. I will regret, I will regret not spending that with my family. Where do you think you'd fall I don't know. That? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I see, you know, people, I mean, I don't know. You know when the time comes, when the time mm-hmm. comes, you're going to say, you I didn't that, yeah. get enough time, you know? Um Man, this is a hard conversation. You're um, welcome. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, we're getting all getting all serious and the one must go here. Um, you know, no, nah, I mean, when the time comes, you know, you're going to sit back and you're going to say um, that you didn't have enough time. So I, I, I don't know how to answer that. What we you have, know, what we like, have- like right now, sitting here right now, I would say, yeah, I feel like I see people enough that if I wanted to go to Vegas or Tampa or, you know, somewhere for Christmas this year, I could get away with it. Um, But 10 years, 15 Mm -hmm. years from now, you know, God willing, 15 years from now, am I going to regret that decision when things change? I don't know. Yeah. I hope not. So we're taking a little different approach to gift giving this year with respect to at least my parents. We haven't talked about this with Javier's parents, but, um, you know, we see my parents a lot throughout the year, but it's always at big family functions. There's always a bunch of us there. So I asked my mom and dad this year, would they be okay? Like time, as we're talking about, time is more valuable to us than gifts. And so instead of doing gifts for Christmas and birthdays and Mother and Father's Day, we have told my parents, we'd love to take you out to a really nice restaurant for dinner, but make it the same every year. Like the second, you know, Tuesday in November, every yeah. year, we're going to go out. and we're, That, that I will look, if we don't yeah. do that, I think we'll regret that. Because yeah. I'm not going to remember the Home Depot gift card I gave them or the, you know, the, the new wrench set that we gave them. Yeah. But if we start this tradition now, I think when the time comes and, you know, our parents are no longer with us, I will look back and say, you know, I remember Christmases and those were fun. But I most remember that one night a year, maybe two nights a year that we went out and we treated them and it was just us and it was so fun and we made memories. and that. That is something that has resonated more with me over the the last few years. I feel like younger generations from myself um, have picked up on it sooner. I, I think you're right. The whole, yep. you know, they'd rather have the experience yep. versus the memory yep. versus the stuff. I feel like I'm still like kind of of a generation where like, you know, it's stuff, stuff you know, matters, whatever. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, but lately it's like, you know, somebody asks like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? I don't want anything. I have everything I need. I mean, I have a few things that, you know, I need. Like I was just telling you, I would like a new, you know, MacBook mm-hmm. computer, but I'm not going to ask. I'm not, you know, like if one of my folks or somebody says, what do you need for Christmas? I'm not going to tell them, go out and buy me a $2,500 yeah. laptop. That's just not something I'm going to do, you know? So realistically, you know, thinking of a price point that like I'm comfortable asking for something, I don't need anything. Right. You know? So, yeah. So an experience or time, intentional time spent together outside, this is how we're approaching it, outside of the normal. Like I didn't want to have them over for dinner because they come over for dinner. You know, I, I want something distinctly different that we can point to and that I'll feel good about, not just me, but that we'll feel good about in 10 years. Like, hey, we started that and that was fun and that's worthwhile. And you know what? It might be a $200, $250 dinner. Yeah. I expect it to be, but that's like, I'll remember that. I think I'll remember and appreciate that. Like I've got a friend of mine and her family is kind of spread to the winds, you know, all over. 
but uh, you know they're from Santa Barbara originally, and they uh, their rule is Christmas is in Santa Barbara. So like everybody comes back and they do Christmas in Santa Barbara. You know, I don't know about the gifts and all that and everything, but like you know, you have that tradition, you have mm-hmm. that one thing, and so I guess to what you're saying is that you know you kind of established that tradition that rule so i don't know it's it's something to consider i don't know christmas the holidays they're just stressful. It's challenging it i know is. so <laughs> well that was fun. the one must go segment was brought to you by united cigars united we smoke all right well obviously there's not going to be a three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week uh on this episode sorry i'll do it with gator <laughs> next it'll be fine we'll transition that one to friday because you know this is the first cigar you've had in a while. So what? So you and I are both down to the final third, finalthirdcigar.com. And uh, when you're out in Ingalls, Indiana, make sure you swing by. Say hi to Broccoli Rob and Isaiah and all the crew at Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. You haven't been yet. I have not. And I feel bad because I think I've told you Rob at yet. least twice, two specific times I had planned on <sighs> traveling and it just hadn't happened yet. He's got... Uh, That's tra- the stuff I'm going to regret. I'll tell you right now. Trey Mack and Husto from Aladino coming out there on Saturday, November the 5th for their big cigar party out there at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. Once again, he's mentioned that I ought to come out. Realistically, probably not going to this time. I did for Mickey Pegg, um, you know, when he had Mickey Pegg out there last month. Um, you know, I just don't know if I can... I can Swing it. Swing the swing the trip this time. You know better than um, anybody. My November is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, me, me, I'm gone two is, weeks out of the month. Mine is and, not shaping up to be much better this no. year. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot going on this November. But, um, but guys, if you're in the Ingalls, Indiana area, I know we had one of our prisoners. I saw that from San Diego. That's awesome. Um, the whale's vagina. He stopped by. Um, <laughs> You know, Ingalls and checked out uh, the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. And he was not and disappointed. No, he went back again. He swung by one more time while he was out there, I guess, apparently. So, you know, um, he he had a good time. So if you're in the Ingalls, Indiana area, check out uh, Broccoli Rob's place. And so anyway, so we're in the final third of our cigars. Thoughts on the uh, Rocky Patel Sun Grown? Well, I would definitely smoke it again on the pinky scale. I would smoke this again tomorrow. Okay. Um, the final third, it doesn't have nearly as much spice as it's had throughout. Really? Mm-hmm. That's unusual. Typically, they tend to you get know, more spicy. Get get a little bit more. Have you? You don't retrohale, do you? I have. I prefer not to. You should do one. <laughs> I want uh, do one. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, she's doing it, folks. She's taking the draw, and there it goes. And she shut her eyes, and she looks like she got hurt. <laughs> I take back that comment about no more spice. Oh, that's where it went, huh? I mean, right now it's my nose and my eyes. <laughs> okay. That was uh, now I know how everyone feels when I do it. That was something. That was something, man. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the spice level on the uh, Cameroon, the vintage 2003, I think uh-huh, the band, that's right. Cameroon. Um, yeah, that, that, it's still smooth, it but man, the, but the, the pepper has increased and has become, you know, present on the retro hail of the, uh, 
of the Cameroon here on the in the final third. So, but I will say it's still smoking like a champ. I mean, the draw and it's been amazing. Oh yeah, it's Smoke been a very production's been good, very well built cigar. It for has sure. been a really good cigar. I'm I've been really happy with it. So, have you thought about what's something we can do this holiday for the pulpit? What's a what's a show we can do? Have you put much thought into? Well, I haven't really thought too far ahead because you know, don't ask Jeff because it'll involve I costumes ne- and very I, little clothing. I, and- oh God, I never <laughs> think too far ahead. I know if nobody can tell. <laughs> and here's um, me already planning for December. Yeah, like, I know, right? Nick. What can we do? <laughs> um, well, I have talked to uh, Nick Gervais a little bit, and so I don't know if we did it last year or the year before i don't remember what year we did it but we did a uh, christmas carol contest where people wrote their own mm. variations of christmas that. carols yep. but they themed it towards the cigar pulpit and That's you know impressive. brought that in and then we had a contest where they called into the hotline they sang their song and you know then we we chose and so this year we can open it up to voting in the parishioners group for people to you know vote and and all that but then but so we're talking about bringing that back okay um so guys be thinking i've given you a whole month of head start beforehand so you can be thinking ahead and you can have your songs because the last time we did it we had some really good entries if i remember right not too many but we had some really good thought out ones i'm gonna make this offer we can record it here in the she shed. Okay. I will have um, spiced, um, not rum, spiced. What's it, like a wassail type drink, mm, like wassail. a nice warm apple wassail. cider with some, yeah. with some uh, either wine or bourbon. Maybe we'll have both. Okay. Okay. We'll have that, and then I'll have like a little Christmas spread. How about that? <gasps> the charcuterie. There We've been go. talking forever about doing the charcuterie. We can That's do the charcuterie. True. We should. We should. Show you my meat flour. Wow. Nope. Let's not. <laughs> let's not do that. I will see no meat flour. <laughs> damn, damn it. Um, anyway, no, I like that idea. Okay. I like that idea. Right. We'll, we'll do we, that. We need to book it now. Like, tell me what day. Okay. I was, I'll put in my calendar. We'll talk calendars after we're okay. done. Here. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll, well, no, actually, that is valid. Because like I said, my November and December are like getting, getting crazy. Getting absolutely crazy. Um. So yeah, it's But uh, we'll, we'll do that cuz we want that to be a memory that in 5 years we can look back on and say, remember that time exactly. we had the little spread in the she shed? Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. All right. All right. We this this can work. This can work. Um anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, we did what else, what else do we have to do? Oh, we can do this. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly She's cigars, sit- but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. She's sitting right my here. My Monthly Cigars <laughs> is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. <laughs> Now, you know what's funny about that? Let's hear it. So, um, when your friend found out that you were smoking mm-hmm. cigars, and your friend reached out to me... You did not send her that. To tell... No. Oh, okay. Here's what's funny. She found my podcast and, and listened, and my podcast literally starts with... Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. She calls me and she's telling me, she's like, did you know that Pinky smokes cigars? And I'm like, yes, yes, I did. 
And she's like, I tune into your podcast, and the first thing I hear is my best friend that I didn't know smoked cigars doing this sultry voice on your show. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> See, it all makes sense now when she said, I feel like I don't even know you. Yeah, And no. several times since then, she'll just randomly say, is there anything else you need to tell me about you? <laughs> like, any other personalities I should know about? Fun fact. <laughs> There you go. I'm like, no, I promise that oh, that was it. That was that's and funny. it never. I like. It. I didn't want to hurt her feelings by not like sharing this part with her. But as you know, I, you know, it's just it feels very different than what people would expect of me. It's one of those things. Well, I'm going to put it a little bit more bluntly. People can be very judgy. Yes, and it's one of those things that sometimes. You are a little not you specifically. I mean, this, in, in general, at this point, I'm talking generally. The general you can be um, a little hesitant to bring it up. Some people wear it on their sleeve; it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. I have found, um, for example, with the online dating, that sometimes you know it can be a real issue, and I try to be very conscious of it. You know, I don't do it around people that don't like it. I I don't smoke in my home. Um, you know, I'm very, I try to be very conscious about my oral hygiene, you know, and everything because, you know, you can't get funky mouth, right, yeah. you know, and all that. And so, I mean, it's one of those deals. But some people, it's a hard and fast, absolutely no big time deal breaker. And, and you I know. And I don't, I don't, I honestly can't express why I hesitated telling her, except that it just, it started very organically and has evolved into something that I really enjoyed doing that I didn't think I would. Mm-hmm. And so it just, like, once it started, and it, again, this was back during quarantine. Nobody was seeing each other. We weren't, you know, yeah. out hanging out all the time. Separate lives. It really was. Yep. And so it just felt like a different time. So after that, it's like, the, how do you then, I just never was like, oh, I should probably reach out and tell her now <laughs> that this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, obviously, she was very surprised. And I think it's because I'm, I'm very health conscious and... Which is why I felt comfortable telling her because she said, oh, yeah, this guy was telling me about, you know, all these studies that show that it's not. And that's the thing. The perception yes, is that yes. smoking is bad. Smoking is evil. But, you know, right. it's it's not apples to apples when you're talking about different different products. So now my goal in life is for her to come over and smoke her first cigar with us. I I, I know you tell would. Me, I know. You tell me when and when where. You'll be and there. Where, and I will bring... <laughs> The appropriate, you know, starter okay. kit and uh, the cigar fairy can, can you know, drop off cigars. I'm sort of kicking myself happy. that we didn't tell her we're getting together. Well, I mean, this just came up It did kind of come but... up at the last minute. Thanks, Jeff. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we... Because we, we she is a very good conversationalist. She is. She even said, is this how, is it, you know, if I come over and smoke cigars, is this how I can hang out with you more? <laughs> Yes. And I was like, yes. Yes. I mean, once that she, I smoke more in the winter. Now I only have one season behind me, but like I intentionally smoked more in the winter because I had the she shed. Yes. Because it was time away. It was slow time. It was me time. Text with all my cigar friends. That's when I catch up on a lot of TV shows. Yes. Because I'll be sitting out there. Well, you can get outside sooner. You know, it gets dark at like six o'clock at night. You can go sit outside. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's why I was able to do this today. Usually on a Monday, I've got a very routine meeting Monday night that I go to. And anytime you would ask me to record on Monday, I can't because I can't get the cigar smoke out of me. I don't feel like. Um, And I don't have that Eh, meeting. I think, I think, 
Am I more aware of it? I than think you're more aware of it than, than what the reality because is. you don't smoke it on the right. Reg- you're not as odor blind to it, you know. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I think it's one of those. I think if you were to go in and well, but you have longer hair. That's my point. Yeah, it is much harder for I think people I, with longer hair. It probably is harder for a woman than for me, you know. But yeah, see, my problem is the beard. Oh, so what I have found is that you know after you know I brush my teeth twice mouthwash and then mm-hmm. i have a tongue like scraper mm-hmm. ah, it's a brush and it's got this gel and you like basically scrub the shit out of your tongue. oh really yeah well that's um, interesting it's on amazon t-u-n-g oh tongue actual T-U-N-G. tongue i've got a tongue and, scraper um, but it, i don't put any gel with it this is like a little kit and it's got the really? little round brush with the handle and it's angled in such a way that you can get back there and then it has this like kind don't of, do that motion ever again <laughs> God bless it. It always happens here, too. Last time I was here, they made a gif out of it, remember? Um, anyway, and then the gel. And uh, so you brush your, your tongue that way. But um, And I had a listener turn me on to that stuff. And I don't remember who it was now off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, so there was that. But the other thing that I've started doing um, is um, after I'm done with all that, I've got like this hand soap that it foams when you pump mm-hmm. it out and um I'll like wash, wash and like face. and I'll just hit my face with a whole ton of that soap and it kind of like So think takes about the you do that and yep. I mean we just we just live lead very different lives like I see probably more people throughout the day and I'm hanging out with more. and so I would feel so self-conscious if like we smoked right now and then later today I've got to go hang out with like 40 people I'd be like This is oh, where also hey. at some point you just learn to stop giving a shit I know like I, I like wish I could. Part of it is like I just look at it and it's like you know what it's it is part, what it is. It's part of my brand at this point. You know maybe I just have that like kind of you know um, cigar-y kind of smell to you know it's like so. Well, I would say like, you fit like a cigar the cigar mold in terms of people who smoke well, cigars. That, you know you don't newspaper guy. So you don't smoke on the. I mean you smoke, but you, you know admittedly this is your first one in a while, so you're probably not as odor blind to it. So like when I pop into like you know your office and no whatnot, you're right like, no you're right do i come in reeking of i mean like maybe on like a, a wednesday when i'm doing my deliveries you know oh, and, and i'm just and, I'm, and I'm smoking mm-hmm. in the car and mm-hmm. everything like that you know yeah, that i can kind of understand but like you know when you and i meet up on other days you know do i do i walk in and then no. like you're like oh not. nick's here you know no that i had not thing. thought about that nope so nope yeah. now the headphones the podcast headphones yeah, they kind of have they, a little they, bit of an ambient <laughs> odor to them. They introduce themselves. <laughs> I think. Well, it's the muff. You know, it's the it's the oh, it, the microphone uh, the, cover yeah, it thing absorbs it. because it's like a foamy, fabricy, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I don't know if the I don't think the plastic. You know, but I think probably the ear pieces, the like fabricy kind of material yeah, there. It. I think that traps. That's it. a good point, though. I've I I don't remember a time which means it probably hasn't happened that you walk away or you walk in and I'm like, Oh dang, Nick, I can smell that. <laughs> See? <laughs> so there, So I think as long as you like, I'm very conscious about if I'm going somewhere, um, I'll change clothes. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it's something that's like, I really need to, you know, it's like you, you, you shower off, you do the, a lot of the mouth care and everything. I mean, you can get away with it. Maybe I, my hope is that one day I will just, get to that point. I don't, don't give care. a shit. I know. That's the other thing. It's like, just don't give a shit. 
When you mm. stop thinking about other people's I perceptions know. of you, it frees you up so much. I believe that. I believe that. You know, I mean, granted, you don't want to do that to the point that, like, you know, you're just a complete slob, Jeff. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Love you, Gator. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, really you do. know. <laughs> well, I'm excited. This December anyway. get-together is going to be yes. it's gonna be a good one. Exactly. Okay. We'll see. Oh, my God. I need to get like a sweater va- or sweater like oh, like thing. ugly sweater party. No, oh. I was thinking like Bing Crosby. I have like the sweater with the buttons, you know, mm. and everything. Do you think like, you, me, and Welcome Gator? to my tent? <laughs> Who's knocking at the door? Oh, it's Pinky. Come on in, Pinky. And then you got to sing a song. You Do you think the three of us can fit? I mean, it's a big tent. Do you think the three of us? Oh yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. I think so. Okay. I mean, you know. I'm trying to think if I've ever had three people I in there. I felt like when I was in your tent last year. We even said, oh, if you if we had a chair here, it was like significantly. Gator would be. It, that's the weird thing. Yours, I believe, measures six by six. Mine measures five by five. So on mine, I have 25 square feet. You have 36 square feet. And that extra not, um, 11 square feet you Makes wouldn't think it would make that. That's big what of a I difference. thought. I didn't it think it would. It makes a huge difference. And like yours you can is stand up. Too. You can, yeah, you can stand up. Yeah, straight. Because like mine, it's not quite six foot tall at the peak. So when I stand up in my tent, I still have to kind of like bend my neck down a little bit. Yours though, it I can stand up, and I still even have a little clearance. You that know, to that the top reminds of my me. Head. Remember last year when we had several snowfalls, it caved in. Yeah. I mean, it po- bounced back, no problem. Yeah. But you and I said, hey, next time we put up the tent, I should um, use a rope or something and hang it from, not hang it, hang but it from that attach gazebo. it yeah. from the gazebo so it's got some opposing force yeah. so it doesn't necessarily cave. Yeah. I need to do that. Yet another reason to get up on a ladder. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, that that's true because. Um, you don't want it caving in again, but the only thing that I'm wondering is with three of us in there, what the smoke production is going to be. Ventilation is going to have to be. We'll open all the windows. I don't think that'll be a concern. We'll open all the windows. We've got my heater, the little, um, digital fireplace that doubles Mm -hmm. as a heater. Oh, I'm excited. I need, I need to make this happen this week for sure. Yeah. I, I did hook up my computer fans in my tent, um, this year. Uh, cause I, and they make a huge difference. Yeah. But you got to have the power for them. That's the Are they USB? Thing. No, they're, they plug in to like an outlet. Oh. And so, um, they can yeah, right? be, you they can like be. You're dying I know I've got there. like a little like frog in the throat. Um, anyway, um, they plug in, uh, to an electrical outlet. And so, um, what's nice though, is if you have two of them, you know, I don't know how many vents you have in yours. I have two. No, I've got four. Okay. I think every I every saying, wall has a window that has a vent, vent above mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have two. And so if you put one on one that draws air in from the outside, put one on the other side that you flip the other way to where it pushes the air out, it creates a nice like Vortex. air tunnel through the top okay. and it draws that smoke out really well. I notice that, you know, um, when I when I use it, it's it's much nicer than okay. when I don't. But anyway, neither here nor there. So, all right. Well, um, final thoughts on the uh, Rocky Patel. You had the sun grown. It was good. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing it with me. Well, and I get to keep these other two. Yeah, I mean, okay. I figure if you want, Jeff's not going to be mad. We can trade. Uh, my well, wait, no, no, no. 
No, never mind. Yeah, you get to keep the keep other the, two. Yeah, that way time. you get to have the one that I had, and I get to have the one that you had. So, yeah, never mind. We're not trading. Anyway, works out well. So, yeah, I enjoyed the Cameroon quite a bit. I'm looking forward to trying the other two. I thought it smoked really well. And, um, yeah, it was a good good product. Looking forward to seeing what United Cigars does with the Cigar Bar next year. I second that. I don't know what they'll do, but. And if anybody listening wants to put together an advent calendar or an advent cigar calendar. Yeah. I would say, pinkies in the market. <laughs> anyway, um, socials. We are available on the cigar uh, Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also on Facebook, where we have the parishioners group, and you're going to want to get in on that, because apparently there's all kinds of voting and stuff going on in there, but it's a fun time just in general. Um you know, we're sharing all kinds of stuff. That's where, you know, I'm showing off the ice tent and people are talking back and forth about that and learning about rocking chairs. And it's, 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 it's a good place. It's a resource. To, it is a resource. You come together, you find out about cigars, you find out about accessories and all kinds of fun stuff. It's a good place to go. Twitter, where now that Elon Musk owns it, I might actually start doing something on there. Don't know what. I don't even really know enough about Twitter to say what I would do. But, uh, I figure that if it's one of those things that where if he's actually serious about trying to provide a legitimate um, free speech platform for uh, people to use, then maybe when Zuckerberg finally uh, shuts down cigar content on Facebook and Instagram, well, at least I'll always have Twitter. And um, then there's YouTube where you can watch this stuff. And uh, then we need your calls on the Acid Boys hotline, area code 863 Eight seven four zero 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 zero, and people can follow you, Pinky Smoke Cigars, on Instagram. That's right. I'm <laughs> not on Facebook. <laughs> Have you posted on there lately? Probably not. No, because I haven't. You haven't been, been smoking. I haven't smoking. I mean, you got this now. That's true. So you can post something. Yeah, that's good. It's been. A, I'm admittedly, it's been a while. <laughs> that's all right. Um, listener Patsy actually reached out, and she is sending some cigars. Uh, she's found one that she really, really enjoys. And uh, she bought a box of them, which apparently is an unusual thing for her to do. She likes it so much she bought a box. And um, she actually reached out to me, and she wants to send uh, three of them, one for you and I and Gator, uh, to try and smoke. So um, you got that coming. There we go. At some point, too. So You guys have the best listeners. We do have the best listeners. You have a good community. They're they're so fun. Um, Wretched at times. You know, well, like, not you know. all of them, you know, <laughs> but uh, Jerry's call today was definitely, um, it was interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone I have interacted with has been lovely. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sure. I mean, you know, and for all you know, Jerry's living in your crawl space right now. But um, Good anyway. God, why would you say that? Because <laughs> Jerry lives in crawl spaces. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, maybe he's the reason that my son got knocked off maybe, the, the wall. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you don't have a ghost. Maybe you just have Jerry Pulaski Gosh, living in your house. Darn it. <laughs> you got this old Wisconsin guy living down in your crawl space. Just being like, anywho. Anywho. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, okay. Socials. We did MMC. We did all the other stuff. I don't know. I, I always feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'm going to go ahead and cut it off. It is so. what is it? It is what it is at this point. It, it is. So anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, Gator will be back on Friday and we will be announcing the uh, winner of the uh, scary story contest there. And otherwise, I guess until next time, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. 
I'm Pinky. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.